rare. It's kind of weird doing a podcast in person. <laughs> I think this is something that like we've never really like talked about that much on the podcast. But it's like, yeah, 99% of this has been virtual. So all of the ones that are in person are always like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> the greatest and the latest, right? So you got to think. So like one of our best podcasts, shout out to Tremaine, you know, powerful date for him. By the way, we're recording this the same day as the, uh, the Dior show. So if you're listening to this after, that's the energy we coming with. When we did that in 2016, that was 2016, bro. That was you via satellite. You was not with me yeah. at all. If the YouTube video is taken down, but your ass was on a damn Skype call. On a Skype call, hot mic, as they would call it, right? Um, you know, we put up numbers on the board. Spotify. Shout out Spotify. I fuck with Spotify. Spotify was hard. No, I, I, I fuck with Spotify, you know. You, you know, we might spin the block. And it's crazy because, like, even if we did, like, an actual show, that show would probably be totally different. You know what people would say? People would probably like you way more than me. It would be the Sachi and Woody show. It would not be, you know. No, I'm going to tell you why. Because it's one thing to, like, have two voices. It's another thing to see the fit, to see the personality, to see the person, to see the energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that would change, like, some people's view on some of the arguments. Because, you know, I'm always trying to pin you to a corner and, like, Make it seem like your shit is every idea is some exotic weed type shit. Uh-huh. But yeah, nah, that's interesting. Yeah, y'all. So like we're doing it in person. This is an Art Basel edition. Remember when I did the first Art Basel? You wasn't here and I was in the Versace Hotel? Yeah, with the sugar suit. Was that that year? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That was a that was a different time. The Versace Hotel, the whole story behind me getting in there and all that stuff, that was like that was very, very fun. Now I'm in the Monte Carlo. I know this shit owned by the Cuban mob, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, this shit is like, it's like an Airbnb style, like, hotel. But shout outs to them for hosting us. But yeah, bro, it's just, man. We don't even do, need to do no life update. We just need to talk about what you, ooh, you really want to podcast? Because, like, if you're gonna podcast, how you gonna podcast and not talk about yay? You might as well dive right in and just get all your takes out, Chris. I'll do a lot of talking. You might as well go ahead and get all your Yo, why out. you put me on the damn hot chair? Because, see, I was talking to my OG earlier. Shout out to Alex Turnbull. So, like, he just gave me wisdom on life. So, I'm ready, I'm ready to attack any topic because I got a little bit more wisdom on just how to handle it. So, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to shut up. I ain't never seen something like this. Um... And I think I've, I've I've also never been a part of something or like something that at this point has been vilified to the point that like this is Voldemort, you know. Wait, can I get on the toxic shit out of the way? Yeah, get out of the way. Did you, I'm gonna help you out. You saw the toxic tweet. Someone was like, "Um, Kanye only got fifty thousand more times, and then I'm done with him." <laughs> and it's like, oh, my. that is so toxic, bro. Yo, look, bro, that. I've never seen people get on a social media platform and like say that like, yo, if you like this person, you mess with this person, like I'm done with you types of da 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 da. And it's very scary because I mean, like our lives are very like we're nuanced. We're not the regular person that's in the middle of Nebraska or or I don't know, just the average person listening to the music or in the culture. 
So it's like, I'll be real. I'm scared to talk about it. Out of everything, I've, I've never been scared to talk about nothing. This I'm, is what I'm scared to talk about. I'm now. not scared to talk about it. I'm going to tell you why I'm not scared to talk about it. Because it's not our problem. I was talking to Van Lathan yeah. the other day, the guy who used to work at TMZ, shout out to Van Lathan or whatever, right? So I was like, yo, like, and then I we talked and I was talking in the, in the oh, I was talking in the comment section and I was like, yo, you want to be connected to this still? Like, I don't think you should talk about Ye anymore. I think you should move on. The reason why I said that was because he pointed out some shit to Kanye and called Ye out. When Ye was Kanye West, mm -hmm. you know, when he was like really that guy, you know, so for him to do it, then I feel like it's not fair to him that he still has to do the work to still call Ye out every day. It's like you shouldn't try to connect your career mm. to him because you already did the breaking thing that could make your career be what it is. You mm. called Ye out when nobody else would. Yeah. If you keep doing it, you're undervaluing the fact that you originally called him out. Mm -hmm. You know, me personally. You, he was supposed to start the trend and have other blacks follow suit, you know, which is just putting Ye in the pack whenever you feel like, um, not that he's out of bounds, but he's not having enough context to how he's trying to say something. Yeah. Everyone knows what he's trying to say. It's the only reason why he ain't got shot yet. The reason why he ain't got been shot, been put in the pack, been beat up. Let's, 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 let's wake it up. Let's wake it up. Kanye West has not been completely vilified the way he should be because there's some validity to what he's saying. Not the rhetoric about Hitler. I can say the name, I'm not scared. Shout out to Jim Rizwald. Not the rhetoric about Jewish people. No. None of that is correct. You see? Now go ahead and freeze frame that part. So we know that's not correct. The part that's correct is that capitalism is real, agenda is real, and if you're attempting to make people feel like one thing is right and another thing isn't, that's agenda at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Because if, if let's make it the most elementary problem. Let's take it away from Kanye West for a second. Let's just talk theory because that's what we do on Woody versus Poppy. So let's say your child hits another kid at school and then that kid also hits your child. You're going to go up there and defend your child. And when you, when the teacher or the principal talks to you about your child hitting that other kid, you're going to think your kid had probable cause or mm -hmm. like something must have happened. My kid just don't hit people. Right. You want to give credence to it when in reality, your kid just might be fucking bad. Yeah. Your kid just actually might just be a badass child. Mm -hmm. You know, the reality is, is that people pick and choose what they want to see good and bad in a person. We all do it. Right. There's a lot of bad people who've done good things. There's a lot of good people who's done bad things. We tend to overlook things based off of who we think a person is in totality. Kanye's trying to break the mold of totality and try to see the good and negative shit to be provocative. But this is not the time or the era where that shit works. Yeah. And it's also just like the road he took. Whew. You know, I'm doing most of the talking, bro. It's cool, bro. No, no, I get it. It's, it's cool. just like I, I also think that with this whole situation, it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's like he be halfway right, and then he'll mess it up by saying, you know, the Hitler thing or, or the Nazi things, which is just 100 percent insane. 
I mean, if you have Alex Jones shook, you know you're fucking up. It's and I get what he's doing. If he's on his Andy Kaufman shit, da 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 da, I get it. But it's just like, yeah, man, he just he just needs to have a better way of saying that shit, man. I I just have never seen anything like this. Like I think the one thing that we can say from this whole situation is that like this is the first time this has really happened. Like when has there been like a real artist that's this big or somebody with this much amount of influence that has just completely flipped it upside down within like this short amount of time and it's completely unleashed havoc. Like the timeline right now is like thirty thousand chains tied together that can't like get unloosed. No one know what to do. So drop the smoke bomb with Chris Paul. Like so, so here's the thing, right? I want to I want to take I want to talk about all angles of this mm-hmm. because what people do is they like for problems that are right in front of you to supersede other things. No, 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 no. Me and me and Chris, we've been watching y'all all year. So I want to bring I want to ask this question, and I want to I'm I'm gonna get some answers. Where's the Illuminati people at? Is he still an Illuminati or not? Nah? Because it looks like he's going out. He's going after white people, right? So does he want out or is he in? Y'all let me know. Is there a new Illuminati? Did he yeah. get an iPhone update where they're against Jewish people? Because he's clearly against Jewish people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he made a shirt that said uh, uh, DEFCON 3. Well, he's into trolling people. He, yeah, said, he's, he said he's into all races. That shit not going to fly. It's not, man. It ain't be like, oh, love everybody. It's like, yo. It's just that bipolar duality. And, and it's that bipolar the, duality of the like. The one thing I'm scared about, though, is that like I'm scared he's on like a manic episode right now. That's just because, you know, manic episodes can go for years or it can go for like months or it can just be a week. You know, like I'm just scared that he going maybe at any point. Just snap back and look back like, oh, fuck. you know this shit bad when South Park not making no material on you. They and they used to touch everything, everything. They not touch it. It's like, yo, he is, but like, I really feel like this is like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's a social experiment. That's not my new he made graduation, but it's like, this is insane. I'm not giving no credence to it because when you give credence to it, it makes people think you're uh, for it. You're right, and, and you're like right, yeah. that's that's such a toxic way of thinking. But nobody wants to examine anything. Everyone wants to react, and so the more people are not adhering to how he wants people to react, the more he's acting mm-hmm. out. You know? Yeah, he just got to stop. That and you know what's crazy? Yeah. We can legit get a yay interview right now. He's in Miami. We could get a yay interview, yeah. but is it even worth it? No. Well, I, I think the only thing that would be worth it is being the only black. Publication since all of this, bro. Show. He don't want to talk about no music with you. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about like if he wants to talk about all this other stuff. He hasn't talked to any black people about it. Mm. Like, bro, really? I'm gonna be real with you. I've been saying this shit since the Chance the Rapper situation. Yeah, you just need one, just one rock, just like back to life. Like, I, I just feel like I don't know, bro. He just don't be around enough. Like, he with Nick Fuentes. He had a busted lip. Somebody might have bop- bopped his ass. He just need one. Like I just like like Chance could have changed the whole entire trajectory of the whole, <laughs> the whole like the whole like you know timeline that we're in right now. But it's just like yeah, he's off his rocker right now, and uh, I just really hope that he's okay. I don't support all this like you know this wild speech that he's making and all this whether he's trolling or not. It's just like not cool. 
Um, and yeah, man, like, yo, like, this is serious now. Mm. Like, yo, did you see all of the anti-hate speech, like, commercials during, like, you know, like, the NBA and all that shit? Like, yo, they're not playing. Like, this is really starting to rile up a lot of people that were kind of lying dormant for a lot of years. He's on some, like, some Antifa, not Antifa, what's the other one? The the pipeline that those, like, the Trump people go down. I don't know. I thought it was like Proud Boys. I don't be knowing that. It's shit. something like that, yo. Like left he, wing, right wing. He's just bugging out right now. And I think the number one thing about this is so crazy that he's doing all this just because he lost his girl, bro. And that, it's like, bro, like, like he lost his girl, his family, and he's doing. You like think so? Most- you think it's still a Kim thing because P. Davidson ain't around no more. And listen, remember how crazy he was going about listen, P. Davidson. Listen, bro. Ish as somebody, I'll say this right now, man. It's hard to see. A nigga when he don't get his bit back, bro. Cause I'm telling you, bro. Imagine, imagine, like, like this is like a like a situation like we would be sad or something. It's all relative. This dude's a billionaire. He's also Kanye West and bipolar. So it's like, oh, I just lost my family. This white dude is running around with my girl. I'm the laughing stock of the world. Chris Paul is fucking my wife. Well, he walking around with Emma Ratajkowski now. He didn't give context though. He didn't say if Chris Paul hit prior or like recently it might be recently you think i think the whole point is that chris chris paul's married but listen listen but why was drake and all of them wearing the chris paul jerseys yo that was crazy i'm telling you this right now drake is insane drake's insane that was crazy that was like because i remember seeing that i was like what the fuck like chris paul like i thought it was photoshop it was so good what did CP did Chris Paul have a uh did Chris Paul have a uh a interlude on a Drake pro, on a on take care of some shit? I don't know nothing about Chris Paul having no interlude. I swear he had an interlude on somebody's shit. Uh and Blake Griffin bitch has had one on a on Charles Gamino project. That makes sense. Splash bro. Oh you know what were they what were they uh, uh No, he's not the Splash Brother, that's Clay Thompson and stuff. No, what's the what was their name? Uh Lob City. Yeah, Lob City. Hey, Lob City. Shout out Chris Move White now, man. You know what I'm saying? We in Florida, man. We need to do a podcast with him. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> oh, Dang, it's so let me ask you. Let me ask you about this. So Lil Uzi's kind of close to 30 now. He acts like he's 18 still. It's the Leo. I'm gonna be real with you. Most people with Leo placements are just grown kids. Like, la- like yesterday when you pulled up, you're like, "Yeah, I'm about to do this. Now I got to go back and play Madden real quick." And the dude, I was like, "Bro, this is like, like you've grown up and became like the ultimate person that you want to be, to where you can live the lifestyle you want and you can basically be like the big kid that you are." Bruh, they played Lil Uzi and Swan last night. They and play. Man. I just want to rock. And they and they flip. Yo, bro, you crazy for They it. blew the roof off that bitch. Yeah. They blew the roof off. Yeah. That shit is ridiculous. No, 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 no. It's ridiculous. It is. That song is like, he, he found it. He found his, because that's really what it was, bro. He just didn't have no new swag because Cardi went and got all, like, he took the Rockstar shit and perfected it. He perfected Rockstar. Perfected the shit. Like, made a whole, made a whole, he made a label that's the best new label. Like, even the song with Cuddy, it's not even out, and it's the best song out. He just know what to do. He said, I'm in Cleveland with a stick. He said his next album is going to be called Music. <laughs> like, yo, 
Cardi is like the <laughs> ultimate, like, he's like the ultimate, like, bro, I'm telling you, if he just talked more, he could be like a bad bunny. I'm in Cleveland with a stick, bro. He's throwing, bro. He said, I might cut my wrist just to see some shit. <laughs> yo, he like, yo, yo, he got it. He got it. Yeah, he got it, bro. And it's crazy because like he doesn't put out a lot of music. And that's why perception is crazy. So like I, I, I think that one thing that's funny is that like everybody's, you know, Spotify rap and their Apple music shits came back. And this year, despite not getting any nominations, Yeet was probably one of he had over like 1.8 billion streams. I thought it was 1.2. It, it was it was a lot more than most regular artists. Yeah, Yeet had hella streams. And it's like, yo, like if Cardi put out two projects this year, I would have listened to 40 hours each of them. Listen, I'm listening to 80 hours listen, of Yeet no. this year. I'm bro. gonna say this on wax because I said this, I said this to Krista the joke. <laughs> nah, I say it. Yeet wearing that. Pool shiesty ski mask is no different than an ugly man wearing a beard. Yeah. He take off that pool shiesty. He's just yeah. a white Jason. He's just a kid. He's just Noah. And I don't know if that music going to hit the same. That ski mask is black fishing. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to be real. I forgot. I told my friends about, I told my friends when you told me that, like, what, what, you know, what are you going to do with pool shiesty get out of jail? <laughs> what are you going to do? Shiesty gonna want his shiesty back, bro. Yeah, yeah. The shiesty yeah. is the is the Knicks hat for Bobby Smyrna. Re- Yo. Bobby. Bro, we call it a shiesty. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I think the craziest thing I saw today was this video of Mike of Floyd Mayweather's grandson. <laughs> NBA Youngboy's son. So this is NBA Youngboy's son, Floyd Mayweather's grandson, and this nigga boxing at like two. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, uh, you didn't see him hitting the, uh, hitting the yeah. door? Yo, I, I'm like, yo, that first off, that lineup is crazy. That's like a play. Like, what, what's that 2K build? <laughs> um, it's too many 2K builds, but that's a that's a slash and shooter right there, bro. Nah, bro, he's a uh, he's a lockdown defender. Exactly. <laughs> he's a lockdown defender. Oh God, bro. <laughs> That that's super, but also I, I thought I only thought of that because you brought up Bobby Schmurder and Bobby Schmurder and Young Boy was beefing recently. Yeah, What's but that? but like need that to stop, man. Nah, it's over. But like even Young Boy, he played too many my games. He he trying to act, bro. He's so pretentious. He's acting like he's saving the rap game from from stopping the vibe. He's like, y'all don't want to stop the vibes with me, fuck mm-hmm. nigga. Like the way he's going about it is so funny. Well, you to know me. what's so funny, bro? Yeah, if you really break it down, look at it. Young boy Loki, like, he reminds me of like Tyler. He has like a Tyler energy to him where he's like, yo, I'm the best. Da, da, da. But it's in his own way. Like, I saw that video NBA Young Boy. He was showing them ter- like the hard drives. Yeah. He was like, 100 million, I'll be done right now. Like, <laughs> like this is something, this is something that Tyler may have done if he was from Baton Rouge. They got a similar energy. So what you were saying? If somebody pay him hundred million, he'll stop. He said, if you pay me hundred million for these, all these songs on these hard drives right now, I'll stop. I'll never make another song. <laughs> yeah, he did just want to get out of the struggle, and because he's sober, he's starting to like his brain starting to develop. Because mm-hmm. I think we forget just because you don't graduate high school, don't mean you you stop learning. Yeah. Or you're not smart. And he also a jet. Like he young. Like I think we forget. That like Jay Z dropped out, I think in tenth, eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. He didn't graduate. You know, a lot of these dudes didn't graduate, but they're still intelligent. So clearly, they're still like learning. Ain't nobody come teach Jay Z. Like life teaches you, and they begin and they get and they sharp, and you know, their thought sharpens. So like, if you're a young boy, I think he's getting smarter. He's getting more self aware. 
Then I always wondered what that was going to look like on him. But it's funny because his accent is still really thick, but like his messaging is still really straightforward and stuff. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I think I gave that even too much time, that Bobby Schroeder thing you just talking about. Like, now, look, now I told you earlier how like the yay shit done fucked up the whole timeline. All of this been happening, no one has talked about how Antonio Brown has been in a police standoff for over 12 hours. Like, what? This is where the top, this is where reality is right now. Well, Antonio Brown's also one of the most popular rappers. Put that shit on. Look, I'm at House of Mac last night, right? I'm at House of Mac. I had to spin back, right? Had to, look, shout out Matt Nine one time. He brought, uh, brought, Why you like Matt Nine? I put y'all on House of Mac. No, no. I'm saying shout out Matt Nine because he paid for everybody food. Oh, okay. You put me on. He got money now, okay? So look, I got money, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So basically, we up in there. In a music video, Antonio Brown, Rick Ross music video, come on, and they up in the fucking House of Mac. They filmed this shit in House of Mac, and this shit said supporting black business. Like, that was the name of the video, bro. Like, yo. <laughs> I'll be real, aside from obviously, like, this extremely problematic behavior, AB as a rapper, I'm not that mad at it, you know? <laughs> Put that shit up. Does it dance in a little dance? Like, no, that shit is terrible, bro. It's just, <laughs> bro, stop it, bro. Antonio Brown, I think just, I feel like what happened is that he got in that God's Plan video and that planted a seed. No, bro. He, bro, he has CTE more than likely based off of just playing football and everyone attributes it to one hit as if one hit gives you CTE. But if, yeah. if that hit is probably the mascot hit that makes you believe that, like, he probably. Mm-hmm. You know, Vontez Burfik is the person who hit him and he knocked him out, basically. And he just has episodes the same way Ye does, right? And, like, he's the only person who didn't leave Don to sports. Ye be wildin'. He be acting. Bro, can't nobody else say what he's saying, but he want to drag everybody else through the mud. Like, see, I'm freeing y'all. Everybody don't want to be free on your time, bro. If that's what you consider free, because you just want to exploit mm-hmm. free speech for the sake of exploiting it and hurting other people. You know, I will say this, though. And I'm and I'm gonna stand on it, right? Like there's white people who offend black people every single day. Every single day. They offend black mm-hmm. people and they find a way to like slight black people and be and disregard us, right? There's people who make it seem like slavery wasn't that bad. There's people who make it seem like you're free now. What's the issue? Hurt is hurt is hurt. So we got one person doing it and you and, and you think it's you think he was a real deal terrorist, because he is, but you think he's a real deal terrorist the way motherfuckers shaping him out to be. If y'all really mm-hmm. don't like him, put that nigga in the pack. Put he's, him in the pack. Kanye did say, and it's crazy, because like, I know Charlamagne got hella hate for saying it, but he was talking about, like, Kanye talking about, he talking like he ain't gonna be here much longer. And like, yo, like, he kind of been telling y'all, he's like, yo. Yeah, but wait, let me, let me cut you off. When people say that, they be trying to hedge their bets on reporting. That's the... That, let, let's talk about it. When people try to prognosticate the way we know stuff, mm-hmm. they're trying to shoot the three and not and walk back. Like, yeah. that's the Steph Curry three I'm going to shoot and not and don't care if it goes yeah, in. And then we, yeah, and then we quote. Nah, we bro. They be yeah. trying to hedge their bets on people, bro, and be like, I, see, I, I, I told you I had a feeling. Because, like, I, it's funny, though, when you're talking about this free on his you time shit. Feeling. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The free on his time shit funny, though, because now Denver done. Denver. Well, really, to be honest, Adidas should be done. Balenciaga should be done. They They should should all be done collectively. But they're not going to be done. And they're just going to. Balenciaga is going to see Jerry Jones clothes. (laughs) 
<laughs> yo, shout out, yo, it's it's crazy. It's so crazy because like I damn worked on that that like I that's so I worked on that commercial. Hey, I saw some of them new Kobe's. Them bitches leak. You saw the black and white ones. Hey, I don't yeah, know if they revamped them bitches. Yeah, they look like they they everything free jello. Hey, ready to hey, go. I put them shits on. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. I'm not nah. your boy for real, but them bitches. Hey, them bitches was up to something. Nah, for real, for real. Them bitches was up to something. For yeah, sure, that for shit's sure. super cool. But yeah, Nike boys for real. Yeah, I got stripes with fuck Adidas, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you though, how do you feel about the podcast scene? There's a lot of people podcast these days. Like a lot, bro. There's a podcast that's just about engineering and music and sounds and BPMs and stuff. I, now, I think super, super niche shit like that, dope. Are we That's still niche? Cool. Or did we go commercial? I don't think that our topics... I think our perspective is niche. But what we talk about is is uh, is contemporary. It's pretty regular. It's like we talk about a lot of the things that we other people talk about, but our perspective is so niche and we know certain things that other people don't. And there's nuance to our perspective that I think that's the only thing about it, but I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of niggas is wasting their breath right now. Like, truth be told, there are a lot of great podcasts that, like, that, like, I, and I'll be, I'll be real, bro. I don't listen to podcasts like that. Who does? I'm being funny. I'm being but, funny. When I it's like, that. yo, it's like, I don't, and I guess it's because we've been podcasting so long, and then like, also you instilled like, like years ago, but I misinterpreted it. I remember, like, I like, 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 you know, like, shout out, like, you know, the Bodega Boys and shit. We outlasted the Bodega Boys, wow. Um, it's like you were telling me, like, yo, like, dumb niggas ain't cooler than us, da 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 da. And I kind of n- interpreted it as I'm not gonna listen to them because I don't want to innately take things or like, like, not innately, um, what you call it, uh, subconsciously mm-hmm. be influenced. And yeah, I mean, like, no damn podcast, bro. It gotta be no, something I mean, weird. I mean, like, what's your point though? My point is, is that like it's at a weird state where like I feel like most of them are kind of trash. There's really good ones, and then yeah, like then there's us. I don't think podcasts are bad. I think they're better than ever. My thing is, I was trying to see what you were trying to say about what I said, but I always just knew we were going to be here and we were going to be some of the best podcasters. And if you knew, you knew, mm-hmm. and that our perspective is just so real is that people just feel like they're sitting here talking with us. You know what I mean? No, I do think if you've been listening from the beginning, some people can probably predict what we're going to say about certain things. They just want to hear it and see if we think the way they think and feel how they feel, mm-hmm. you know? And like, to be honest with you, this is what like damn near our seventh art basil at this point. And it's just amazing how it all fleshes out. And to this day, it's still like this secret world we're in where we're just privy to information. But even you still get shell-shocked because, bitch, at that Virgil party, you still was acting like you was... Even Sinead noticed it. Sinead was like, yeah, it looked like Chris was like just trying to like not step like step on egg. And I'm like, bro, like... Damn, you just put me on a blast on the podcast. I don't know. I it's, mean, yeah, you I'll can't be, be no... I mean, it don't matter. I'll be real. No, no, wait, wait, wait. It don't matter what I say. Because mm-hmm. that's not how people see you. I don't even think you notice how people see you yet. And, then, and, and that just shows you had such a great year. You know, y'all don't even know. Chris had legal trouble earlier this year, bro. You know? And I'm not going to lie, bro. Had this had been maybe five years ago, you might have been stuck like Chuck. I don't think you would have had the help you would have got. Your mother mm-hmm. is a champion. Shout outs to Mama Chance out there. But, like, bro, like, nigga, nigga bought the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, bro. Real nigga shit, bro. Nigga bought the case. Yeah, nigga bought yeah, the case, bro. Yeah, nigga, everybody yeah. can't say that, bro. Yeah, out of jail. Yeah. Shit out of jail. California dreaming. 
this nigga's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And kept a job. And kept a job. Got a got a new one and, and absolutely knocked the fucking shit out of every project I was working on. I'm gonna keep it a band. I gotta talk about shit right now. You know, I'm on vacation. I'm on PTO <laughs> because for the last six months I've been on brawn mode. Trying as hard as I can to work on these things. I got to work on my first original idea. I turned the craft single into a battle rapper. You know, it was really cool. We teamed up with Ilmac. Shit was dope. I loved it. Shout out to Kalechi for helping on every single possible thing possible. Making the design for Bree. All that shit. Just like being a GOAT partner. It was cool, bro. Like... I don't know. This was this was a hard year for me, but I got through that motherfucker. Bro, the hardest years give the most results. Yeah. You yield the most out of the shit that you need into the most. You know? Mm-hmm. Look at Brickin' them, bro. Beastroy had the biggest year biggest. of all of biggest. Well, I gonna lie, Denim Tears walked out too this year. Denim but, Tears, but it's relativity. But it, but like low key it was coming. Cause like like Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, niggas about to drop Dior right now. God damn, but but and we forget that like n- Nigga was doing Converse, all types of stuff way before this, but like, mm-hmm. bro, Beastroy, hats off to you, bro. Like, yeah, man. Brick and Do, Ashton, the whole gang, mm-hmm. they got something figured out over there, bro. You mm-hmm. know, and it's so funny how like people will try to like really cancel you. Like, they try to cancel them and make it seem like they was insensitive to school shootings. I was so, you crazy. know what I'm saying, and like. If you would have let anyone tell you back then, like, no way they get to where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. No way they get there. And Briggs just stayed humble and was like, nah, it's going to all make sense. And now you got the brand. Bro, the brand got the got the it girls wearing the shoe, bro. Like, Nah, I think that that is the most important aspect of all of this. You can make cool menswear clothes out of it. You can see it at the future and he'll wear it. If you got the girls going crazy, if the shark boots is going from Ambry Givenchy store... I, I don't know, yo. The city girls got them on. That's it. That's a sign sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Like, they killed it. They killed it, bro. They killed it, man. You know? That's they a letter right there. Nah, they killed it, dog. They killed it. And the uh, um the letterman is crazy. Yeah, I'm actually, actually I think I'm sitting on it right now. No, not the B oh, the Destroy Givenchy one. This Givenchy, that is the, With the hood on it that turned to the wings, bro. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing crazy. Yeah. Shout out Saucy Santana. On oh, God. You saw that video where she called where, where Saucy called Carisha? Because Carisha said that. Well, wait, Saucy Santana don't go by she. He go by. No, he. I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about Carisha. What she called her. Okay. Yeah, nah. Um, what you call it? He called Carisha and she said, what you call it? Because uh, the interviewer said that Carisha said that one of Saucy's bags was fake. And like, he was like, Carisha, do you lie on me? And she was like, Santana, it was fake. During the interview, and she was like, like, like uh, Saucy was like, bah. like she was crazy as fuck. But I don't know. I think that their their whole like group is hilarious. Like they're, they're funny they're as fuck. Content machine. Like they're funny as fuck. And it's funny we're in Miami. They're from Miami. Mm-hmm. This place is just breeds different people, bro. They no, are, this is such a crazy place, man. Yeah, bro. They're they're too funny. So look, let me give you something real quick. Let me give you my top five albums for the year. Oh, okay. No particular order. Okay. Armani Caesar. Okay. That was a great album. The Drake album with, with 21 Savage. Drake and 21 Savage. Okay. Drake, 21 Savage. Right? Yeah, you got to go to the iTunes library. Hold up. Nah, I, I just want to make sure. Um, I, I want to say... 
I want to say the Pusha T album. Yes. But before I say the Pusha T album, Young Nudie, EA Monster. Okay. That album is different. And then I think I got space for one more album. Just one more. Rap albums of 2022. Because I didn't put Pusha T on there yet. Did I? Okay, Pusha T, mm. Young Nudie, Armani Caesar. Oh! And then Kendrick's album, bro. Mm, Kendrick album. That's my top five. My Now, to, if, if, if I was doing the top ten, I would throw the Jeezy in there. You know, you got to throw that Jeezy up in there. I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw that DS4 Forever in there from Gunna. You know? I'm definitely going to throw... Um, dang, what's that junk called? Um, dang, man. I'm thinking... Um, oh, The Future I Never Liked You. It's in there. Yeah, that's a... T- that, yo, that's a really good album. He perfected his craft on that project, I think. He said, get that little bit, I was rushing. He said, give her a little clout, I was rushing. Nah, you know the one I was talking He said, I got some more money. They called me the bank. <laughs> that shit was, uh, what's that, gold stock? Yeah. Honestly, Nevermind came out this year, too. I forgot. Phenomenal. But that's not a rap album. It's not a rap album. I do got one more album, though. I meant to say one of those West Side Guns. One of them got to go in. The one that got the uh, Fly Guy Jr. on it. Oh. Yeah, the Fly Guy Junior is crazy, or or the Adolf wears um, or Hitler wears Hermes. Ten, yo, right? yo, I'll be forgetting that. All it, of you forgot all of them is called Hitler he wears named, Hermes because he named the, the latest one ten. Yeah, because he he didn't want no smoke. Yo, bro, people be yo, bro, people gotta keep that same energy, bro. Like, I know they try to erase history, bro. That nigga, yo, bro, yeah, I, I I would have never liked Hitler if I was alive in those times. I would have swung on him. But a lot of people was acting like that man was a genius until he wasn't, which was crazy that he went about the shit the way he did. He tried to exterminate a, another human race, which is disgusting and terrible. And it's funny that that's even a hot topic, even coming back. But these are the same people who still be acting like Emmett Till didn't die for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know, but we ain't going to wake that up because the street's going to wake it up. But while Chris is, you know... My top five this year, I I'm, I know it's not a rap album, but I am going, I mean, like, uh, I don't, I'm not, my, my top five isn't, like, all rap, I guess. Um, no particular order either. I mean, if I was doing nine, I would have did the Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey probably got the best album of the year. He has a, uh, nah, bro. What was better than Steve Lacey album? Renaissance is the bro, best you album still... of the year. No, 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 Come to the club today. You go see. Okay. That okay. Shit. What, what we go here? Are you happy for me? Yes. Yes. Nigga, they got the Renaissance. Nigga, that album is Miami. That is Art Basel. No, it is not. She never been. Play, I swear to God, if they play Move tonight, <laughs> you better Art Basel more than Beyonce. Shut up. No, this, yeah. Look, all I'm saying is that look. This is all I'm saying. My number one album, undoubtedly of this year, is is, is Renaissance. Musically, sonically, it's first off. 
Beyonce is 40 years old, bro. No male rapper has ever put out their best fucking project at 40, bro. Never. It's never happened. Yeezus came out when he was 36. Yeezus is Kanye's best project? It's not. No, no. I'm saying that's the best album that he released at his oldest age. It's like, bro, it was a fall. Life of Pablo better than Yeezus. I don't know about that. Life of Pablo is better than you. Life of bro. Pablo is and he's greatest, older. In my opinion, Life of Pablo is the greatest hits of Kanye West. That's the sound. That's every single album that we got before that put together in one project. Bro, it ain't too many songs that Kanye got that's better than Father Stretch My Hands. And, and it's just keep it to the bottom. I'm just talking about an album, artistic integrity, progression, pushing it. And then Donda is Donda might be. Nigga, Donda better than Renaissance. No, Fuck out of no, here, Chris. No, bro, yo, bro, yo, bro. Bro, Donda is so fire, bro. No, 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 no. And this is and this is the whole and this is the whole thing, bro. An artist like Beyonce gonna have to literally do a fit. She gonna have to do a whole album, a, a ten out of ten album. Then she gonna have to put out a whole fucking videography shit. That's not then true. B day is fire, huh? B day is fire. No, listen, that's not. Listen, what I'm saying in terms of comparison to male artists, bro. A nigga like Drake did nothing for this project. Sold four hundred something thousand first week. Beyonce sold four hundred thousand first week. This is her first project in six years. It's ridiculous. Da, 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 da. It's way better. I'm not about to sit here and act like Renaissance is not the best album of the year. I have listened to that album so many fucking times, bro. It's just the best project. No skips. Just real fucking music. Like, bro, it ain't even better than Young Nudie's album. Young Nudie got better. You're smoking. Transitions. You're smoking right now. I swear to God, you smoke. You're smoking right now, bro. It's a good album, but that's it's, how good 2022 is, bro. All I'm saying, yo, bro, I'm happy we having this conversation because mm -hmm. that album is better than Honestly Nevermind. Of course, it's better than Honestly. Oh, Nevermind. so you think Honestly Nevermind is trash? No, I don't think that it's trash. It's just that Renaissance is in my Renaissance, in my opinion, is the best album since Whole Lot of Red. This is a 10 out of 10 project. It's perfect. I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10, bro. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Renaissance, I ain't, I ain't heard no album like that in a very, very long time. And I swear to God, when these videos come out and when the tour happened, that's when everybody going to accept it's a 10. Just like Whole lot of Red. They don't got the bops, bro. It got it got some bops, bro. I love the Virgo song, bro. Come on, bro. That Come song on, is, bro. First that off, song is crazy. Bro, move, that song is unreal. Move's the best song on the album. Move is dope, but like there is some dope music on that album. Let me get through the rest of my top five. Go ahead, bro. Her loss. Ooh, I know my last album. What is it? The Freddie Gibbs album. Okay, so so separately. All right. I, I I'm gonna say probably okay, so we're gonna Renaissance is my number one. Everything else is like in other orders. Her loss is gonna go up there. That shit snuck into like my top five. I can't say it's not in my top five because it was on there on my app. It's not gonna age well though. Eh, Drake uh, albums don't age well. You know that. Drake albums age very well. No, they don't. They're actually the definition of aging well. No, they don't, bro. You cannot play if you read this is too late the way you could back then. It don't have the same feeling, bro. Okay. I'm gonna tell you what album played good. The Nothing one that he made same. a playlist. Nothing was the same. Phenomenal. Oh yeah, that one. More life. More life age age well, bro. Most of his music doesn't age. You know. You know what the problem is? His music only sounds like that that time. So when you listen to like so far gone, it feels like 2009. Well, 2007, mm. eight, whatever it was. If you listen to, um, it was 2009. You listen to yeah. "Thank Me Later." Fancy does not go ring off the way Fanito does in the club. Fanito's is... timeless. He don't make timeless music. Whoa, that 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 was just a lot of that was a lot right there. Now, I know, I know, it feel right like a lot of hot takes, bro, but it's just not timeless music. I, I, I can't even lie. I was yo, bro. Drake got probably like a deluxe edition worth of timeless music. Like I got, I got what you call it. Last, last, uh. 
like last month before I ended up going home and shit, I was on a train and it was like, I don't know, one of those days I was about to do something cool or some shit like that. And I was listening and nothing was the same. And I was dead ass on the train about to cry. It hits so crazy right now because it don't feel like 2013. Wait, 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 wait. All it right. feel like my life now. Wait, I'm going to throw you a doggy bone. Drake has historical moments if you have context. So when you listen to Pound Cake, you understand what he was doing during Pound Cake. It's soundtrack music for me, though. So it's like the thing is, is that like Drake's music ages well for me specifically because and I can't talk about everybody else. But so far gone hit crazy in 2022 now because the the album actually links up to my life. It's the same way with like maybe a college dropout. That album didn't hit the same when I was 14 to where I was 24. It just didn't. All right, college dropout, like classic, timeless, perfect. Best debut rap album of all time. I said it. Yeah, it's better than Illmatic. Illmatic, Illmatic didn't start off like that, bro. It's I don't not, care. No, I don't care, bro. You, you bugging? It's not better than Illmatic. And I'm gonna tell you another album. It's not better than. You ain't gonna say Reasonable Doubt. No, oh. I'm gonna say Get Rich or Die Trying. You're bugging. Okay. You gotta relax. I'm, I'm you gotta gonna relax. Say, I'm I sit on Clubhouse that. now, and I I be having. No, you be talking to old niggas on Clubhouse. Yeah, they be giving me context that I don't be having. But look, let me ask you no, a question. No. So when I get your age, who gonna be telling me that the Illmatic is the best rap album of all time? I'm gonna be your age telling whoever is saying that whole lot of red or or Playboy Cardi is the best debut rap album that is college dropout. It's just cycle. No, 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 no. That's not true because just because you old on me, you don't like something new, bro. You just gotta have more context to things mm-hmm. that. You may have not experienced or may have not understood, bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Nas came out as the best, ra- bro. Imagine he was, he was a kid too. Who's a new artist right now? Who's like a new artist? I know. Oh, I know. No, no. I'll give you a perfect example. Destroy Lonely. Imagine if they said he was the best rapper out right now. With yeah. Drake being out, J Cole being out, Kendrick he was being out. Youngest fuck. That's what they did for Nas. He was 18, and they said he's the best. Yes. And he dropped, and his album was a 10 out of 10 because it was the first rap album that had varied production. It was just, I mean, like, bro, we all know Illmatic's a perfect project. All I'm saying. Yeah, no, 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 but you was just smoking, you was just smoking a little smoke, bit. Just I, I, it's just like, bro, like. Bro, I love mm. College Dropout. Mm. But it just ain't the best. When that, when that, when that. Ye wouldn't even think that, yeah. bro. Illmatic is literally, yo, Cause bro. Because he's, he's a shot to no, but it's, flow. No, bro, it don't matter about that, bro. It's about if the aliens came down, they said, show me hip hop, I'm showing them Illmatic. That's fine. That because look, you know what it is. It's just a, it, it's the it's the generation. Either way, get through your list, bro. Okay, Drake, Beyonce. Who Beyonce, else? Say, uh, I gotta say, probably. Wait, 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 wait. What was the? Oh yeah, I'm gonna say that right now. Four, five, four, fast tracks three. That came out of nowhere. Blew a lot of albums this year out of the fucking water for me. That's the one of the best albums I ever heard in my life. That shit is phenomenal. Uh, either one of the who's problems. the artist for four, five, four, four, five, four. The name of the album is called Fast Tracks 3, but the artist's name 454. I don't even know who that is. I sent you the music for he he from he a dude from Florida. But he he a Florida dude, but he be like he a skater. All right, so I can't yeah. wait for you to tell me that Kendra's not on your top five. Oh yeah, of course it's not on my top five. It's in my top ten. It's not my top five though. I, my top five. All right, so you got two more spots. I'd say uh yeah. Let me think. Uh what was in my most? Wait, I just got to think what was in my most listen. Because that's how I usually go off my top five, bro. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, probably fucking Gemini Rights. Yeah, that was a really good project. I listened to that a lot. 
And that and that Kodak album came out this year. That Kodak album did come out this year. That that uh strictly for Cuban, I mean, uh, strictly for Infinity Links came out this year too. Uh, phenomenal project. Uh, I I guess yeah, probably that. Oh yeah, it's almost dry. Yeah, I really like this almost dry. I mean, like honestly, never mind is like top ten. The the Kendrick album's top ten. And the only reason why it's not in my top five is because, bro, that's not the best Kendrick album. That's the worst. I, how you feel album. about I Know Nigo? It came out this year. I did not listen to the album. I listened to like I listened to like once or twice, but I, it's just it wasn't my speed. Punch bowl full of car keys for all my friends. You get to pick your own bins. Shout out Gunner. Oh, D- oh, DS DS Four was going crazy though. DS- I put DS Four on my top ten. Yeah, DS Four had that motherfucker. I actually album. probably if someone listens, I probably picked twelve albums because it was just it was a good year for music. And I ain't even talk about Steve Lacey's meteoric rise and having the TikTok babies go to his crib and shit. I mean, go to his uh, show and shit like that. Nah, I think that was really funny. Like, he really had to, like, (laughs) like, I don't know. I think that TikTok is very interesting on how, like, they can just make somebody blow the fuck up out of nowhere. Um, Because the thing is that Steve Lacey's been going for years. And then this project, he just did it. He made the ultimate, like, this is the album that Harry Styles thought he was making. For real, for real. Well, he got his feelings hurt. Yeah, you know? And that hurt music hit different. That mood music. That mood music, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess those are my, my top five albums. Like, music this year was interesting. I, I listened to 83 hours of you. It showed that on my Apple Music. Bro, why? Because he put out two albums this year. And I was just like, bro. Why do you just listen to Yeet like that? Because I'm telling you, when I was playing Elder Ring, right? That's when the first. That's when Two Alive came out. I would just put that album on, just top to bottom, and I'd just be playing it in the background, just listening to it. He made ADHD mindless music. I'm telling you, man, that boy got some bangers, bro. Like I know it's ye. I know I. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie though about my my most listened. I think I got like forty. I got like fifty two hours of Drake, forty hours of Beyonce, and then like yeah, I listened to Renaissance a thousand times. Those are the, the it's not even it's not even worth it, bro. And that that wait a second, I got for y'all, y'all know I'm taking count. We will see if you listening to that the way you listen to that next that's year. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. And she going on tour, right? Yeah, I'm so we so we gonna see if that shit's still hitting. Yo, bro, come on. Don't you ever question Beyonce on tour. No, her performing well versus the songs growing is two different things because it's a whole lot of sister, I mean, it's a whole lot of red situation with a way bigger fan base. The, when the videos come out for this shit, it's over. Stop comparing uh, uh, Cardi. The, no, the, it's, the, it's, it's the I'll same. Be a, I'm about to get my joke off. One of generation's best performers. <laughs> it's the same. Like, yo, it feels like the same exact, like. And the difference is, is just that it was actually critically acclaimed. Bro, this shit got like, bro, this shit got like a 91 on Metacritic, bro. No other male rapper has shitted this way and went on the charts like this. I'm not about to sit here and give Kendrick Lamar album of the year just because he went to therapy, bro. Like, no, bro. Like, Renaissance is the best album. You really trying to shrink? You really trying to shrink what Kendrick did? I'm not trying to shrink what he did. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. It's just like, bro. We all know. It's like, dog. Like, I listened to the album. I like the album. It's great. I listen to it often. It's just not the leap and bound from his last project that renaissance was from 
what you call it, Lemonade. And that's how I judge an album. How crazy did you, is it in comparison to your last project? I don't think that Mr. Morale better than Damn. Do you? Bro, it's one of his best albums, bro. I think it's his... The, be, think, the best album is To Pimp a Butterfly. Of course. It's, in my opinion, I'm going to say To Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, I really like Damn. I think I, I lowest all key say like I think damn is his best project. To Pimp a Butterfly is obviously Damn like, is not better than To Pimp a Butterfly. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Get your personal uh, out of it. We doing talk, but, but we, if we, talking we, about, if we, we talking podcasting. About, but if we talking about we listening to uh we talking about what's happening in and what we hearing in the city and all that other shit, damn really had the world on smash. And I respect I wanna be with you. I respect a mainstream masterpiece. All my favorite albums are that. You know, nothing was the same. Graduation. Bro, why know. you like mainstream? Mainstream ain't made for you. It's made for white folks. No. Mainstream, the thing is, is that, like, I think that a rapper or artist, the music hits the heart. Like, I like Michael Jackson. I like stuff like that. When you're able to make something that is still true to you, but the entire world can, uh, like, can, can listen to that shit. Well, then you need to go back and listen to Thriller even more. Because yeah. Thriller was not made for, like, Thriller was trying to do something that I don't think music. Bro, they made a new genre. Pop wasn't a thing before that. They combined everything. Quincy Jones is a fucking genius. The I so I think of albums that are critically acclaimed but also very popular. Those are albums that I gravitate towards a lot. So yeah, damn is my favorite one. Then the Pimple Butterfly, and then I'll probably say Good Kid, Mad City, and then Mr. Morale. Mr. Morale is different, bro. But look, this is the thing though. Mr. Morale being his worst album, it's like bro. To Pimple Butterfly, a ten. Damn, a nine point five. So good, good kid, kid, bad city, a nine. Miss Morale, like an 8.8, 8.5. It's not his best project. Bro, the Kodak Black. Hard. Come I know every word about that shit. They come for the All right, bro. All right, bro. I'm going to let you have, I'm going to let you own your hot takes, bro. I'm going to let and, you. And it's like, bro, I'm still saying this, this shit better than everybody else out. It's still better than everybody, uh, every other rapper out. Miss Morale is objectively better than her loss, even though I'm listening to her loss way more. So you just injecting your opinion into it. I got what you do. I see what you're doing, Chris. I'm not mad at nothing what you're doing, bro. You're making your opinion almost the standard in how you're rating it, but I just can't do that. I can't I can't not tell the truth. We know that right now he's on tour and people know them words, dog. They do. It was a very popular project. Stop playing with me before I put you on the... Bro, all I'm saying is that when Renaissance go on tour... We really gonna have to like do some. We gonna have to look back and be like, what's that? The album? I'm gonna look, bro. Unless she come out like Playboy Cardi, I don't know, bro. That shit about to be insane. I'm trying. I got. I, I got my my fund right now going. I gotta go. I gotta go to that shit. I know she's gonna charge an arm and a leg. And this Taylor Swift shit got me scared because everybody at my office was going through their first Supreme drop, essentially trying to get them damn Taylor Swift to. Bro, Taylor Swift got bots. She got those same people who be back doing Nike. Mm -hmm. She got those people helping her get her sales up, bro. No, for real. She got bots, bro. So that's just that. So um, fashion. You know, are we going to do an end of the year podcast this year? We should, right? Yeah, I think we should. End of the year podcast. Only thing that's going to be tricky is that um, for most of the break, I'll be in Florida. So I'm going to be relaxing, mm -hmm. not worried about nothing. But... When we do get to the end of the year, I got to know some things. But Supreme had a year this year, boy. Supreme. I, I know you love Palace, but Supreme had a year. I love Supreme. Supreme had a year, boy. You better, boy, you better recognize. My, uh, I, listen, Chase recognized. 
Because I damn near, I damn sure spent more money with them than them. Oh, you talking about Chase Bank? Yeah, no, Supreme was mad versatile this year. They had pieces, my boy. Yeah, bro. No, nah, they had some pieces I'm for real. Supreme bro. Sergeant, man. We, we, I love Talents of Death. They, they got a real good collection out right now, but Supreme just really reestablished themselves, and it's like they never should, like they've never felt like falling off. I don't think they've ever faltered really, but like now, even like like. I don't know. I'll I be going off on people on TikTok when they be like, oh, is Supreme cool again? But it's like people are asking that question. And I think that that's kind of like a, a reflection of how like crazy. When people say Supreme is cool again, they think it, it's immature because they're not wearing all that TikTok clothing. Also, these are the same people who could never get Supreme to begin with. Mm -hmm. They never wore it anywhere where it mattered. You know how empty it must feel to wear a celebrity yeah. tee in the middle of nowhere? It must feel must. And, and that's not me even being pretentious. It's just the reality of that, like, bro, like, a lot of these, a lot, a lot of these clothes are like tricky because you really need it to be a part of a narrative. And if you don't got the narrative, you kind of shit out of luck. It's tricky that way. It's yeah. like having the wrong armor in like the. It's like having the wrong armor in the wrong server or some shit. It's like this ain't going. Yeah, it don't really fly you. here. It, it it ain't fair. So I'm not trying to make it seem like it um like it's fair. So mm -hmm. it's just. But also, I think that even deeper than that. It's a reflection on how a lot of specifically white people get into streetwear and then feel like they graduate from it in the same way that they start their musical taste in hip hop and then graduate from listening to hip. Oh, now I I only listen to this, that, and the third, or I don't listen to hip hop anymore. Like, yeah, boy, don't let a white person evolve. A, no, no, yeah, don't let no white person evolve, boy. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to act. Yeah. And it's like I feel like Supreme was one of those things that like. Everybody acted like they kind of got too good for it. It's like, nigga, what do you mean? All of your favorite brands collab with Supreme. I'm wearing a Yoji Yamamoto Supreme shirt. With Tekken in it. With Tekken in it. It's like, bro, like, nobody. This is the this is the new polo. This is it. I got interviewed by Jankum Magazine. They asked me about this shit. And I was telling them, I'm like, bro, like, there is no, we haven't seen a luxury uh, streetwear brand like this. This is the Chanel. This is like a Chanel type house. Like, Supreme is going to live far beyond what's going on right now, in my opinion. I think this is going to be a brand that goes on for, like, years, decades. Yeah, someone told me that James Jebbia, it ain't a, a keychain from Supreme that don't go by him that he don't see mm -hmm. to this day. He made sure. To this day! That's why the quality control be on point. I got to go back and buy that book, that play, uh, that play Dead shit. Uh, I bought it. Damn. I, I should have told you I bought it. I wonder how that feel, though, that, like, Everything Supreme do, fuck them. All that is all James Jebbia's brain, all of it. That's super cool, and no one even thinks about that. They just see Supreme as a brand. They don't even think about him being a person behind it. Yeah, because I I don't think that most people even know. Like most kids that are going to Supreme right now don't know who James Jebbia is. I don't. Like, the only reason why people knew who Ralph Lauren was because that was the name of the brand. We wouldn't have known about him. You know, like so. Once you do one of those TikToks where they go out there and ask, "Do you know who James Jebby is?" And yeah, some kid wearing Supreme. No, to the shit. people who's in line. Oh yeah, yeah. They even, like, even ask the fucking security guards, man. Get out my face, man. I don't know who that is, man. <laughs> yeah, Supreme is 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 in a great spot right now, and, I, and I'm in a great spot because I live 20 minutes away from both Supremes. I'm the ultimate. I'm in the ultimate Supreme head location. So can I tell you about my day in, in Atlanta? Oh yeah, tell me about that. My day in Atlanta for the like for the Beastroy pop up. It has nothing to do with the Beastroy pop up. I literally 
this is gonna fuck everybody up who listening, bro. I literally, bro, did an episode of Atlanta in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna believe none of this shit. I'm gonna have to show you pictures after the podcast. So here we go. I want to make sure my my mic on for this. We good? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, bro. So I get in. Reggie picks me up. He takes the whole day off work. I get in. I fucking kid you not, bro. Reggie picks me up, and then I'm like, damn, I don't got my wires for my PS5. I can't play no games tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, Reggie, you want to take me to Best Buy so I can get the AV cord and the HDMI? So I buy an HDMI, but they don't have any AV cords. So I'm like, damn, bro. Like, oh. So how, how do you got AV cords and you Best Buy? Mm-hmm. So he was like, it's cool, bro. There's a Target around here. So I'm looking around, we walking, we walking, walking, walking. I'm like, bro, where the target? He like, bro, the target is under us. And I was like, what are you talking about? The man tells me that we have target underground. But we're not like way in the air, suspended in the air on some New York shit where it's like, oh, it makes sense that it's under below us. We're like close to the equator on the ground. Yeah. And there's like this random fucking elevator on some matrix shit. Just these two elevators, and these elevators take you to the fucking Target underground. Okay. Oh. Bro, okay. these two elevators it was just in the middle of nowhere, bro. Like in the middle of a shopping center. So, like, let's say there's, like, a big Best Buy with, like, a parking lot where people park. Uh-huh. Off to the side was, like, this little big hub. It wasn't even super big. It was a story high, bro. If that is, like... It looked like it was a bathroom stall in the middle of nowhere, but it was a fucking elevator that took you to mm-hmm. the uh, Target. I go into the Target. I got a big thing of water on me, so I'm, like, real insecure about walking around. And I'm like, damn, I'm black. I'm walking around with this water with this water bottle. I hope nobody think I stole it because I've been drinking this bitch. I'm walking around, bro. I'm walking around. I see a cop. I'm like, kind of, like, move my hand. I'm looking at the cop. Cop looking at me. I'm looking at his wide eyes. I'm like... Adrian? He like, what's up, Woody boy? Bro, it's my childhood. Basically, my cousin is working patrolling Target. Bro, what the fuck? Okay, Atlanta episode. Okay. I'm like, what the? You a cop? He like, yeah, dog. Yeah, I'm over here patrolling these streets. You know, it get a little crazy out here and all that. And I'm like, Adrian, bro, you're like a grown-ass man, bro. And he like talk like a grown man. He don't curse or nothing. And then... I'm with Reggie. Reggie tripping. I'm like, bro, I came here for a cord. I'm, I, I got this water on me. And I run into him. So then we call his cousin, his real cousin, my boy David. Shout out to David. So we call him. David pick up. It's his birthday. And I'm like, look who I'm with. Look who I ran into, bro. So we go and show him. And he like, nah, no way. Take a picture with Adrian. I'm going to show Chris right now for shits and giggles. Bro, I, I literally just ran into like my, my other childhood, like, Fake relative in the middle of the 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 fucking mall, bro. Like crazy. It's so crazy. Right? So we still didn't get the cord. Still no AV cord. I'm like, come on, man. So we look up a GameStop. We find out it's in Linux Mall. Uh-uh. If y'all don't know no context about Atlanta, all they do is shoot at the Linux Mall. So we both scared. Reggie telling me to tuck my Rolex. Fuck out of here. <laughs> um, so we go in there, we go to the GameStop. The exit we went into was perfect because it was right there. 
went into the GameStop, some nerdy ass co uh uh like uh sales associate helped us out. I got the AV cord. So I'm like, bro, let's just get be let's just get out of here, bro. We got what we needed. Let's not be extra. Let's not do anything. He like, nah, bro, like, I'm out too, but like I'm hungry. And I'm like, bro, so you want to eat in here? And he's like, I mean, I ain't say all that, but if you want to eat some mall food, I'm down for it. And I'm like, I did not say I want to eat some mall food, but I do want to eat some mall food. And we love mall Chinese food. Everyone who knows me knows any city I go to, I go to the malls so I can eat Chinese food. Bust that bitch down, bro. The shit was really just an episode of Atlanta, dog. Like, shit was just crazy, bro. Shit was just crazy. I think it was some other things that happened, but the main thing that happened is once we finally got to the hotel, I, I plug everything up, then realize that the 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 remote don't let you do input, so you can't even get to the PS5. So the fucking maintenance man had to come with the master remote for all TVs, and he had to press the input That's to get it there. Once I did that, I turned on the PS5 and I turned off sleep mode so I could stay on that channel and it wouldn't turn off. I did all of that and got hooked hooked to the internet, the little like ghetto way you do it, just to realize I couldn't play the game still. I did all of that and couldn't play the game. Why couldn't you play the game? Because the internet wasn't strong enough for me to like keep a signal and, and get online. You ain't, it would, the, you ain't hit the hotspot? It would boot me off. No, bro. No hotspot was strong enough anyway. It was over. It was Damn. over. Damn. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Good old Atlanta. Then we, you know, we went to the pop up. Charles Brick and Dude and Matthew Williams and everything. We talked about that earlier, but yeah, that was it. Did you finish Atlanta? No, I still got one more episode. The last episode, but I saw the ending of the last episode. But it didn't make any sense to me, so I'm I'm good. Series over. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? I just want to know if it got closure. That's it. That, that's that's the most that's the most woody thing. That's the most woody thing. One thing that's always been funny is that like I've like throughout our friendship, you have always been pro spoiler, and I have always been super super anti spoiler. Um, yeah. So the Atlanta the Atlanta episode, the last episode, is a ten out of ten. It's it's. I think that it's. It like I, okay. All you, these theories about Lakeith Stanford, everybody being in his head and all. It's not no, it's not no. That's just real. Pop like do you? What's the Popeyes episode? I don't know. You watch you watch that one when they were at the the black owned restaurant and the Popeyes was across the street. Yeah, that episode was so crazy because he low key kind of like ethered the whole audience and he like yo like how the fuck Atlanta not top like the best show you ever seen? How is it not better than Sopranos? I did everything that them niggas do. I did every single thing, if not better. All of the all of the practices that y'all praise David Chase and all these people for, I did this shit while doing it for us and making arguments. The best episode by far is the Goofy episode. It is. That episode needs to like win more than an Emmy. Because he told his that's that's Donald Glover's life story. He wanted Atlanta is the Goofy movie. He wanted to make something that was so black that he was fine. And Atlanta made Donald Glover really accepted, bro. Yeah, the, the red bone and shit was hitting, but Atlanta is really when niggas started fucking with Donald Glover, bro. And yeah, people was making fun of This Is America, but it was still a good song. But yeah, I mean, that was a song for white people, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. But Atlanta was his 
goofy movie. And that's why that episode is so, like, bro, I could cry thinking about that episode, bro. It was just like, I think the last season's the best season. It is, but you don't, but you really think that was what he was making the movie? Well, you remember his brother's involved too. <laughs> but, bro, that's what he, ta- like, he basically that whole story of like you know because like the the whole thing is like the nigga made the goofy movie to be accepted by the community that he always felt like an outsider to the goofy movie is atlanta and obviously everybody else made it too but like we i wonder what the real creator of the goofy movie thinks oh he he already tweeted about it. he said this is one of the best tv episodes i've ever seen in my life it's masterful oh i gotta look that up that is dope yeah yeah they loved it that is super dope it's crazy though because atlanta ending i feel like it, I feel like Atlanta ending, it hasn't like, a, it wasn't like a moment. Like, this, this, it did not feel like a moment to you. Like, I don't feel like Atlanta ending was like Breaking Bad or like Game of Thrones or Sopranos. Like, and I think it's kind of more of a testament to how it's always been in our heads. Like, Atlanta really isn't here nor there. It's not now or then. Like, it's just like, always existing that london first half season that shit was kind of crazy though bro i thought it was and i feel like people gonna like season three way more now since they got season four because it's kind of like you ever read a a manga i I get what you're saying bro i get what you're saying but that shit was like i might gotta watch both again bro because i think they're a tie but season four is but like that hog episode i could have did without you ain't like that one one I could hey, hey, Paperboy stay getting lost in them damn woods. <laughs> yeah, and they're always making the shit scary. But I will say this: no episode is to me is to this day is funnier than the episode with with Bibby. Yeah, the barbershop one. <laughs> Bibby, but come- that's that's the second that's the second season. <laughs> like the second season is the second season. Late registration, arguably the best album. Oh, the here best- we no, but he he said that 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 was what the. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the structure was going to be. Like, season two was just a better version of season one. Like, because if you think about that show, first season compared to fourth season, they're completely two different shows. Completely two different shows. And I like it for it. Yeah. I like it and for I it. Feel like but I didn't like when Earn was broke, neither. So I'm happy that you got money. That was a that was a good. Yeah. That was a good. Money, that, money really don't hurt. Nah, that one episode where he was, uh, we had the $45. And he was uh, when he was on a date. Yeah, yeah, that damn. Quit trying to upsell me. He was so broke. Listen though, I just realized you ain't post no. Uh, you ain't post that. Uh, nah, I ain't not yet. I'm waiting until I'm waiting until I get my pick from tonight because I know uh, I'm, I'm making sure I get my pick. Where you gonna pick from tonight? I'm going, to, I'm going to Mark Jacobs' party. Four five four gonna be the JPEG Mafia performing. That's a really weird lineup, honestly. What time that start? Eight. Where's that? <laughs> Lizzie. Yeah, tell me where that's at. Um. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's at uh, Carl Fisher Clubhouse. You in that weird spot where you got a lot of likes, but you don't got a lot of followers. <laughs> People come to your page and then they keep it moving. That is fucking funny. You know, I'm in the I'm in the come up era. Yeah, look at you some fake followers. Let that bit balance. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nah, nah, nah. Wait a second. Look, man, this was a great podcast. 
Miami. Shout outs to all our family and friends. Shout outs to everybody that we appreciate out there. We've been doing this for a while, too long. It's a beautiful thing. Chris got us hooked up with some damn mics and shit. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing, bro. The growth. For the people who still with us, damn, y'all really loyal. Because Lord knows we don't do this shit a lot. We did, though, earlier this year, bro. I gave those people motherfucking... I gave those people 25 fucking weeks. <laughs> gave them that shit. But... To the new people, welcome. Go back, listen to the old ones. Indulge, enjoy. Just know how we bumming. Mm, you know, we bumming correctly. Shout out Barlow's just because. And he ain't even do nothing. But just because. Shout out to Alele. And then shout outs to everyone who made my job really easy. Oh, and shout outs to my OG, Susan Hoffman. Bro, at the um at the speech, Chris, uh -huh. for Dan and um for Dan White and Dave Kennedy. She was talking about their lives and talking about how great they are and how much they pushing, you know, how much they push the envelope to just be great. Mm -hmm. And then she talked about how the passing the torch to the next creators, bro. She said me. She didn't mm -hmm. just say me. She was just like the old the old guard spoke about the new guard, which was me. And and you know, hopefully I just don't fuck it up, they said. Hey, but, it's time. But that's what she said, bro. And it was just very humbling, bro, to be on both sides of the pitch, bro, and just be winning, man. So, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, man. Thank y'all for another amazing year. We wouldn't be here without y'all. Um, yeah, thank I don't even. I don't even know how to end podcasts anymore. How you don't know how to end podcasts? But you do all those podcasts with all those fucking hosts. You know, those guests you be doing. I haven't done a podcast in a minute. That's what it is. Oh, you made it seem like you be doing them bitches every other day. Well, I actually have the MKBHD outro. I'm like, a, all right, thank you guys. See y'all in the next one. Peace. What? <laughs> yo, I never. Yo, if you don't get your YouTube ad, I'm taking this <laughs> mic off, bro. You can end it, bro. This is Woody vs. Poppy, actually, and we out of here. Peace. Yeah.